this is Rihanna, and that's what's hot in the streets from Hot 97. WQHT, New York City. Welcome to Hot 97's Street Soldiers, the hottest talk on radio. Hosted by Lisa Evers. I am so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. It is all about getting a job and getting paid. And if you already have a job, it's about getting more money or maybe doing what you really love doing. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Follow me on Twitter at Lisa Evers. Instagram, Lisa Evers Live. Google Plus, Lisa Evers. Have you been looking for work or are you looking for a better paying job with a future? Do you feel like you're just going paycheck to paycheck, barely making it? No real plan. You figure like, you know, like you're stuck. You can't really do anything. Or is someone close to you in that situation and you're worried about them? This show is the one for you. In the next hour, you're going to hear some really inspiring and amazing stories. Like a mom in her 20s. She's married. She turned her passion for fashion into her own business while taking care of her baby and being a wife. You're also going to hear how a young army vet without a college degree raised millions of dollars to start one of the fastest growing internet companies in the world. Plus, you'll hear from a jobs expert who says if you're just relying on your resume, sending them out, emailing them out, mailing them out, you're gonna get nowhere fast, that there's other tips that you can follow that can get you where you need to go. Now text your family members and friends right now. Tell them to tune in. Out of state, no problem. We're streaming the show live around the country and around the world on hot97.com. I'm pretty sure that something you're going to hear in this show is going to inspire you or inspire someone close to you to really make that move that they've been trying to do and give them the tools to do it. Joining us for this show is Roy Weissman. He is the founder and CEO of Media Jobs Dot com. They're focused on making your job search easier by finding the great companies first. We're going to find out um, what he has to say about these job searches. Roy, thanks for being with us. We appreciate Thank it. Thank you, Lisa. Also with us is Latanya Stobbs. She's an entrepreneur. She's a married mom in her 20s. She started blogging. She started consulting. We're going to find out how she turned her fashion expertise into a job that worked with her family and with the choices that she's making. Latanya, thank you for being with us. Thank you for having me. We appreciate it. Also with us is Dante Thomas. He's in his 20s. He's looking for work. He has some college, and we're going to find out what his uh, situation is. Dante, thanks for being with us. Good morning. How you doing? All right. How you doing? And also with us is Absolutely Abby. She is on a mission to employ a lot of people. She's going around the country in an RV. Is that what it is? that's it. From city to city, trying to help people find jobs. We're going to find out how she's doing with that. And also with us is CQ Kelman. She's a jobs counselor with the East River Development Alliance. They help people primarily in public housing get work, and they've uh, placed many, many people, hundreds of people, actually. We're going to find out from her what the job outlook is. And also joining us on the phone is Adam Singolda. He's the founder and CEO of Taboola. It's a fast-growing international internet company with 100 plus employees in New York, London, and Israel. We're going to find out about his personal success story and what his tips are if you're trying to get in these fast-growing industries. Adam, thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. Thanks so much, Lisa. Um, Roy, I want to start with you on this because you said something to me when we met that is one of the reasons we're doing this show today. You said if you just send out your resume, you're kind of like, you might as well just throw it in the garbage can. Well, Lisa, it comes down to the definition of insanity. If you continue to do, the definition of insanity is continuing to do the same thing over and over again, yet expecting a different result. And the beauty of today is you have an enormous opportunity to not do the same thing that everyone else is doing. And when you do the same thing as as everyone else is doing, you're competing with millions and millions of people, like sending a resume to Google with the other 10 billion people 
through their website. But what if you could separate yourself? What if you could make yourself so unique that there was only one of you? And when someone was looking for that, they'd find only you. That's well, that's what we want to find out. I want exactly. to get to that tip. And let me give it our telephone number, 1-800-223-9797. That's 1-800-223-9797. Are you looking for a job? Are you trying to find a job? Are you trying to decide what you want to do? Give us a call right now, and uh, maybe some of our guests can help you with that. That's 1-800-223-9797. Hit me up on Twitter, at Lisa Evers, and uh, you know we'll read some of your tweets on the air. LaTanya, tell us your story. And your mom, Tanya Blount, has been with us. Yeah. Um, for a number of shows helping mm-hmm. women survive domestic violence yeah. mm-hmm. and all the great work that she's been doing helping women. Tell us tell us your story. Well, um, I got pregnant like at a really young age. I was 20 when I got pregnant. I was 21 when I had my daughter. Um, and both my husband and I, we were both like, working like these going nowhere jobs. And so one of the things that was given to me is you stay home, you figure out what you want to do with yourself. That's what your husband said to you. Yeah, that's what he said to me. That's what his family said to me. That's what my whole family said to me. Just figure out what you want to do because if we're both not going anywhere, then you know we're not going to have a better life for our child. So in that time frame that I was home raising our child and figuring out what I wanted to do, my husband was also figuring out what he wanted to do. Um, and so he first got a job as like working in a camera, working with cameras and working on set as a PA and everything. And then when I was which just means production assistant. Exactly, exactly. Is it on video shoots or movies or he's TV on shows? All of, he's on all of it. All he's the done, above. He does all of it. And so now he's, you know, really successful doing his own thing. And so it was it was like, you know, now it's your time to figure it out and, you know, go for your career. So I've been styling for a while, but the thing about being on set is you're on set. You're away from your child. You have to pay for daycare, but also... And it's long hours and unpredictable hours. hours. Yeah, like 12-hour days. Not good when you're dealing with babysitters. And not, exactly. And it's also not good when you're nursing. Not good just when you have <laughs> okay. to be home. At, like, your boobs are leaking. <laughs> but, All right. Thanks for the visual. We know. We get it. <laughs> so, yeah. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough for moms. Exactly. So, um, I work one-on-one with moms and with business owners who's trying to change their, you know, their outside. Not just, like, you know, get fit but look good while like being a mom or look good while changing careers and starting a business. Um, so I get the opportunity to work one-on-one, so it definitely grows into more of a community than like, here, go on set and do this this time. Um, I get so you feel like you're ac- actually helping helping women definitely. going through diff- a big transition in exactly. their lives. Exactly, yeah. It's definitely an overall process. All right, we're going to talk, I want to talk with you too um, just a little bit later in the show about how you became a, a fashion blogger, yeah. which is something I know a lot of people <laughs> want to do. Um, Dante, tell us your situation. You're you're in your 20s. You don't have a job. You have some college. Correct. Correct. All over the place. Actually, the world's so small, I just applied to one of her, her workforce out in Long Island City. Okay. I'm all over. And what kind of job did you apply for? Um, it's, it's, a, it's a job program. Basically, it helps you get work, update your resume, all of the above. And get skills? Yeah. CQ, tell us about your program the East Ri- that you're doing with the East River Alliance. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So I can tell you a little more about... Can you grab that mic there, please? I'm sorry. Yes. So we can hear you. Perfect. And I- All right. So the East River Development Alliance, or IRDA for short, is an innovative nonprofit community development organization in Long Island City, Queens, working to provide New York City public housing residents with the tools and resources for economic mobility and self-reliance. And with a strong social fabric and neighborhood support, which I think it's one of the unique things about Erda because they have a sort of a grasp of the community and the members in the community. 
Um, but what can you, let me just, yeah. and we know we've had people on from, from your organization in the okay. past, so we're familiar with that, but what, in terms of what, what can you help a guy like Dante? Absolutely. Who's, a, who's in his 20s, he's, you know, has some college, not really sure what he wants to do. Like, if he comes to you, what happens? Yep, so when Dante comes to us, he's going to, he's going to attend our information session, as an information session and get an overall understanding of the services that Erda offers, and then he's going to be matched up with a career counselor. And then he's going to get an opportunity to partake in workshops. And some example of these workshops is a career planning and resume writing workshop where he's going to learn tips and strategies to really put together an effective, marketable resume. In addition, there's a workshop regarding your interviewing skills, so polishing up those skills, getting an example and answering questions to top interview questions. And so that's what he's going to He's going to get a mock interview. He's going to sit with a career counselor and answer those questions and figure out how to effectively answer those questions for when his real interview comes comes about so he'll be prepared for his interview and then of course there's the application and cover writing workshop so if he wants to make sure he has a stellar resume in addition to a wonderful cover letter to land the interview that's what we're going to do sort of prepping and polishing before the whole process and, and getting him ready to be in a good ready. good yes. situation absolutely. absolutely abby you're on a mission tell us about that I am. Well, I've been a recruiter for the past 18 years, and I've hired 10,000 people in my career. But what happened is I wanted to help the people on the other side of the desk because I felt like I knew the reasons why they weren't getting hired. Why? Like, I like, can you give us a couple, like the top three? Oh, my goodness. There's so many. Well, one of them is... There have to be common ones, though. Oh, well, yeah. For one, people don't have enough passion when they come in for the interview. They don't know their why. They don't know the reason why they're not getting... Why they're really interested in this position. And they have to be able to tell me that. They have to have great body language. I once had a person... I'm showing you in studio, but there was this person swiveling in their chair for the entire interview. Can't do that. You have to have great eye contact. And you can't come into my office and plug your cell phone into my wall without asking <laughs> Did somebody permission. actually do that? Yeah, yes, and somebody, oh... You, wait, wait, they, wait, they came for a, I they can't, came for a job you. interview and, pl- and took your charger and plugged their Not phone in? Not my charger, their charger in my outlet. <laughs> and, oh, and another person asked me to marry them, and I had another person... <laughs> Uh, pick well, up their can't cell blame phone them, in the middle of the interview. Charger, like, yeah, lots of stories, no, lots of stories. No. All right, we're going to hear more about those. 1-800-223-9797. We're going to get to the phones in just a few minutes. I want to bring in Adam Singolda right now. Um, Adam, you have a pretty amazing company, you guys. Just the, just the numbers alone are staggering. First of all, you raised $40 million to start this company. You make 3 billion content recommendations a day to 300 million people a month. What am I talking about? You know when you go on a website and at the bottom it says recommended for you or recommended videos? That's Adam's company that's picking all those out and they are growing by leaps and bounds and we're gonna find out a little bit about his success. Adam, how did you get involved in all this? I think I was lucky first. <clears throat> but um, you know, Lisa, before, before I think just, just a statement, I think this is a very important topic not only for people looking for a job but also for companies looking to hire. I think you know the, um, the employment market um, in New York and in general is very tricky, and it's you know matching matching the right people with the right companies is really important. Um, and, and I think companies succeed or fail thanks to the people and the team they have. So I think this is a very important topic in general. Um, and so I, I got into this. I was you know I was it's my first job. I'm I'm 31 now, and I I was fortunate to meet the person that gave me a you know a chance. Um, and funded the company early on, and and with great team, we we were able to build the business. 
Um, but in general, you know, I thought about your question of, you know, what should people do when they look for a job? And um, what, you know, what we see in our company, and I think it's great, is that it's, it's more, I think most people, when they think about getting a job, they're thinking about getting the perfect job. You know, the right boss, the right environment, the right paycheck, the, a good team funded, um, fair distance from my house, and, and so forth. And I think that can be a mistake. I think, I think the goal, you know, in 2013 is not to get a great job necessarily, but it's to get a get great opportunity. And that's why with us, what happens more often than not, we see great people that, you know, come at the door and, and take an interview, and they're not exactly perfect for the job description, but they're okay and we're okay for them to walk in in some sort of a project or an internship um, or some, you know, something that gives both of us a chance to get to know each other. And from there, we see people that join as a project manager or as an intern, and today they have a really senior position at the company. So I think my first, you know, advice would be probably – um, to reposition your goal and, and try to get in with a company that you think there's a fair match between what you can offer and what they need. All right, let me ask you this, because one of the reasons, too, I wanted to have you on the show today is Mayor Bloomberg has said there's many jobs in digital fields and the Internet, these new companies um, like yours, which isn't so new, but there, there are many exciting new companies that are opening up that are having trouble finding skilled workers. And you yourself just said that the the job market here is, is kind of tricky. What do people, you know, what are we missing? What are, our, especially our, our young adults missing in terms of being ready for these jobs? I think niche, some sort of a niche skill and, and, and some sort of um, preparation for the market you want to go after, which means, so I don't have an undergrad, and I, and I don't necessarily think that's a necessity um, or that you need to know everything you need to know before you get the job. But I do think that, that the world now offers and what we see even in New York City, you know, we have great companies like General Assembly, Skillshare, um, and others that offer people to learn something very specific that they could offer to an employer. Something as, as, as easy or as, as niche as Photoshop so people can do mock-ups for a company, and all the way to Ruby on Rail to study um, a three three months course and try to know something very specific when it comes to programming. And I see people that have never touched a programming before um, and now are, you know, hard at work studying. And I've seen people that never thought they could do a mock-up using Photoshop, and now they can. And all that means really is that, <clears throat> and is that there's a way to get in that is different than what it used to be. And you can get a course at one or two, three months at Skillshare and take an interview and say, well, there's a bunch of stuff I've learned at school, but this is something very specific I can do tomorrow morning. Like have a specific skill that I can have, what, what you're bringing to the table. Right. And, and, that's, and for, us, it's, you know, for us, it's been a success because even for us, it's hard to get the perfect candidate um, and look for, that, you know, look for that person that may not exist. It's more about finding people that we see a great cultural fit, first of all. And then we want to see at least one thing that that person did uh, before. And by the way, we don't go for Rolodex and experience that is our market experience, which means we hired people that were musicians before, that ran a restaurant before. Um, and now they're working in a digital advertising content company like ours. And the reason is that if you're responsible and you're passionate and you're driven about something that you've done and you can share the experience doing that, for us, it means a lot. So that's that's what you're looking for. 1-800-223-9797. We're going to get into your uh, telephone calls in just a moment. Roy, how do you separate yourself from the pack? 
Well, I think the, the Adam mentioned something that was very important. He said, we try to get have people come in as an intern or whatever to get to know you. But what if you can't get that internship? How do you get in front of people? How do you get their attention? And the beauty of social media today is you have the opportunity to, to start your job before you get your job. And that's really very important. You have the opportunity to start doing something online, put up a website, put up a blog, and start writing writing about the things that you're an expert in. And people at Adams Firm or other firms start reading the Internet. And if you're a Photoshop expert or if you're great at sales, whatever it is, or if you're a tennis pro, whatever you are great at, and you start writing about it, and then you use Twitter. And you have a Twitter account. You start, you can, on Twitter, you can find all the top people. Rupert Murdoch, the head of News Corp, supposedly manages his own Twitter account. And he's got 400,000 followers. But if you say something and you get his attention, and he's interested, he may respond to you. Well, obviously, you don't necessarily have to go for Rupert Murdoch, but in the case of Adam, what if you wanted to get into Taboola, and you wrote things that were relevant to his business, and you started tweeting towards him on Twitter, he notices your things, and, oh, this guy sounds interesting, you just build a conversation, now you're getting to, he's getting to know you, and you've never even walked Plus, in Plus, you door. can find out more, a little bit informally, about the company, or, or the people, people that you're working for. Latanya, how did you start blogging, do the fashion blogging? So, my blog is, um, it's a, mostly a lifestyle blog, because I include fashion, but I also include my life as a mom, and, um, and venturing around the city with my daughter, and it was basically, just, it's a base, it started off basically a story of like our everyday adventures and um, sh- showing women, you know, how you can be stylish but be yourself if you're a size 6, 10, 12. You don't have to be a size 0 to look good. Um, and so it started off just at home and being consistent and the following has definitely grown. And like I like what he said about just writing and writing. Like I write five days a week and most times a lot of people are just pulling in and because they can they can count on me to write something um even if it kind of relates to them in a little bit that's going to touch that's going to that they can relate to they can relate and that, they, yeah. that they can they can understand too yeah i was just going to say one thing that's great about your writing is you're building credibility yeah you're building trust and credibility yeah. and authority mm-hmm. and people who read your blog regularly start to say well this is interesting she's really on top of this potential clients might say, wow, we should hire her. Yeah. And yet they never met you. You couldn't get in the door with them. But now because they had a chance to read what you wrote, you've established credibility. And it's the same thing with job hunting. People who write things, they're establishing their credibility, their trust, their authority. The more they connect with people on Twitter, on LinkedIn, they're establishing a network before they've ever left the house, and that may give them entrees into yeah. things. Well, All right, 1-800-223-9797. You're listening to Hot 97 Street Soldiers, and we're talking about getting a job, getting paid, upgrading your skills, getting work, and some really, really great advice for people. Let's go to the phones right now. Let's go to... Uh, Let's go to uh, Robert from Upstate. Hey, Robert, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Hello, how are you? All right, how are you? Good, thank you. I'm a, I'm a 40-year-old Marine veteran with a medical background, a food service background, and a sales background. But I also have a criminal background from over 13 years ago, and they're still hurting me now trying to find work. Is it a, fe- is a felony conviction? Yes. All right. CQ, you want to address that? Yeah. I mean, I would say I would recommend you doing some research because there are positions and jobs that due to your felony, depending on, you know, what it is, um, nonviolent violence that you cannot apply to. So you have to also be realistic with with your search. And 
it makes no sense to apply for something if you, you you know you cannot you won't get a foot in the door. So oh, yeah, I understand. Yes. It just it just has to be frustrating when you're being penalized for something that I've already it's already done. No, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm I'm sure uh, I'm I'm sure it is. Abby, you want to jump in on that? Yeah, I was just going to say one thing you can try is to apply for smaller companies because smaller companies typically will not do a background check. And you may be able to get a job without them even knowing about your felony. But there's some city jobs, too. There's some municipalities and, and some public public uh, employee but jobs that it, you can get. When I go for those smaller companies, those, those lower jobs, then with my resume, I'm told I'm overqualified. Well, that's a whole other thing. And um, I talk about being overqualified a lot because it's really, when you're overqualified, people think that you're going to resign from the position and that's why they don't want to hire you. So the best thing to do is to talk about why you're so excited about that position in that company, in that industry, and then tell them why you would stay there and why you're not overqualified, why you're actually qualified. You can even say something like, if you were getting on a plane and you looked into in the cockpit and you saw a qualified pilot, would you prefer to see a qualified pilot or an overqualified pilot like Captain Sully and perhaps the one that landed the, the plane in the Hudson River? Yes, I mean, because that's obvious. You'd rather have an overqualified pilot at the same price. Why not? And right? have that experience. 1 800 223 9797, Hot 97 Street Soldiers. Follow me on Twitter at Lisa Evers. We're taking your tweets also. And uh, we're talking about getting a job and getting paid. And, and Adam, feel free to jump in too, though, you, you, even though you're just joining us by phone. CQ, you wanted to say something on I, that? Yeah, I think I would recommend you also highlight what you've been doing since then. Share that you're, you've turned your life around and, you know, through these things that you've been doing, you're really in a direction of progression. And I would highlight that if you, you get an opportunity to sit in front of the employer, certainly talk about the great things you've been doing since that situation. And, and since that happened, because yeah. it, was, it was obviously for him a long time ago. Dante, what's your search been? Like, how long have you been unemployed? Uh, You're in your 20s. You have some college. You, you told me before the show uh, you had some kind of uh, some technical skills. Yes, electromechanical engineering. So basically, I've just been going for everything. I sent my resume off to real estate, the real estate agency, excuse me, to get my training. Like I said, I joined the workforce. I'm from Harlem. Her workforce is in, in Long Island City, so I'm traveling. I'm I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere. Trying to get everything. And behind the scenes, I was doing a little engineering. Every, everything. I don't know everything. Everyone, please feel free to jump yeah, in. I, I was going to say, one thing that Adam said that's very important is we all... T- I once asked somebody, I said, what do you... One, I once asked somebody, with respect to a job, what do you want to do? And his response was, well, I can do X, Y, and Z. And I said, it's not what you can do. It's what you want to do. Because at the end of the day, if you try to be too many things, you end up being nothing. And, you know, one of the things that's very important is to say, what is the skill set that you have that you're an expert at, that you can really shine at, that you want to do, assuming that's what you want to do, and then put your effort into just focusing on that. Target companies you want to work at and get to know the people in those companies. There's the beauty of Twitter 
and, and LinkedIn, as well as creating a blog. And maybe if it's mechanical engineering, maybe the, I'm sure there's issues in mechanical engineering. Because there is up, so much information. You set up Google yeah. Alerts, and it sends you articles every day on things you could write about. And now those people, when you, when you, when you would approach them on Twitter, those people see what you're writing. Oh, this guy knows what he's talking about. We should be talking to him. And you don't even know the jobs that are out there, and people find you. But if you're sitting home and you're not working, you may as well be writing something and get your word out. It's just like, you know, other people, do. the more you write, the more people get to know you, the more trust and credibility you establish. Abby, what about, oh, Adam, go ahead. Yeah, I just, I just want to say I completely agree. And I think also, to be honest, it's, it's quite exhausting to send resumes uh, all over the place. Um, it, it doesn't matter who you are. Um, and I think, and I completely agree that once you have your eyes set on something that you think makes sense to you and that you would be passionate about doing, um, starting to produce content, you know, write a blog, um, following their events, reaching out to, to people that work there and meeting them where they already go. You know, I also think that's, positive manifestation because then you by you know by naturally you start manifesting who you want who you want to be companies you want to work for and you get more laser focused on the on the industry that you want to be at and that's it also gets you know makes you feel i think a little more constructive because it's you're more active about pursuing your job versus sending resumes and and you know, and hope that that some of them will come back so right. I, I also think that you know this active and proactive approach is also first of all gives you more energy for a marathon versus sort of a sprint and uh, also increases your chances to get a job because you just get your, you know, you manifest um, the, the industry, the people, the topics, the news, and potentially even create some content yourself so you can associate yourself with, with, you know, with where you want to be. All right, let's go to, uh, let's go to Bishop from New York right now. Bishop, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Yes, I just wanted to make mention, Lisa, that your show is very credible and very informative. Uh, this is Bishop Taylor. Uh, I was impressed with CQ. Of course, she works uh, at Erda, where I'm at, and I heard the comment about the young man that had the criminal record. Right. And if he has not had any criminal activity for 13 years, he can go to the website uh, and just type in sealing criminal records, and if he had no activity then he can request the courts to seal his records, and then he can characterize his arrest and his conviction in a different way and maybe not even list it. Oh, that's a great... And what, what kind of website is that? Is that the, is that the state? Yeah, you have to go to the state it, uh, it's Department New York, of Corrections. New York and, State Department of Corrections website? Yeah. yeah, and then there are, you know, there's a frequently asked question page as well for sealing criminal records. So if it's sealed, it will look better to an employer. Abby, what do you think about that? It depends, because every application that you fill out says, have you been convicted of a felony? And if you say no, and they figure it out, even though it's sealed, sometimes it gets in. No, and no, so, but, I said, but there's a different way to characterize it when your records are sealed, and you can demonstrate that you haven't been involved in the criminal justice system. That it was like, makes years. it look like it's more, you know, more in the past, and it's not a, a current issue. What, are, what, are, Bishop, uh, what about the... Uh, what about for young offenders and offenders that are like in their 20s or people that got arrested when they were 19 and now they're like 21 and trying to work? Well, it, it just depends on what the charge is. And, you know, it's unfortunate that young people get involved in criminal activity that, that kind of damages their, their records. But there are ways to get around it. If a young person is serious about going to work and, and, and getting beyond the criminal past, there are ways to do it. There are organizations, CEO 
and different uh, groups that specialize in placing those that were formerly incarcerated. So, I mean, although it, it does represent a barrier, it's really up to the individual to be persistent enough to get beyond it. And also Fortune Society does a lot of work in that area. Bishop Taylor, thank you very much for the call. We appreciate it. Um, let's go to uh, Monica from the Bronx right now. Monica, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Hi. Um, this comment is for the gentleman that um, called earlier about his criminal background. Okay. Um, we, I work for a city hospital, and I work for HR itself, and we don't stop people from getting jobs based on a criminal background. You know, when you apply for the job, it doesn't ask you right away, and it's once you're interviewed, you know, you pass the interview, it's after you've been selected that you have to be upfront about what you've done. It's not going to stop you. I mean, once you're upfront about whatever's been going on, um... A lot of city hospitals are okay. They just need you to be upfront about it. Once you get once you get through that initial screening. All right, thank you very much for the call. We're going to take a short break. You're listening to Hot 97 Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. We're talking about getting paid, getting a job. Keisha, Tim, everyone else on hold. Mo, um, we're going to get to your telephone calls at 1-800-223-9797. That's 1-800-223-9797. Follow me on Twitter, at Lisa Evers. We'll be reading some of your tweets, and we'll be back right after this. Hot 97 presents Rock the Bells. Wu-Tang Clan will be hitting that stage. Jay Cole, Kendrick Lamar, also performing. Action Bronson, Kid Cudi, Pusha T, Smoke Diz, and more. Hosted by me, Rosenberg. October fourth and fifth at the Meadowlands Racetrack. Make sure you keep it on Hot ninety seven and win your passes this week at seven fifty a.m. Right here with Hot ninety seven Morning Show, and again at four fifty p.m. with Angie Martinez. Or you can buy them now at Ticketmaster. Funk Flex telling you Sansone Auto Mall is celebrating July 4th all month long. Holiday pricing on every vehicle this month. Sansone Auto Mall is the biggest dealership in Jersey with over 4,000 cars and 10 major brands to choose. Receive a $25 bonus check towards every new purchase plus guaranteed financing. Head to Sansone now. 1,500 vehicles must go this month. Sansone Auto Mall is located on Route 1 in Woodbridge or check them out at SansoneAuto.com. Mike Rowe here. So I'm at a Ford dealer talking with customers about how taking care of your car is kind of like taking care of yourself. And I ask, which is in better shape, you or your car? I would say my car. Probably the car, because as you get older, you start breaking down. Uh, I wish I could say I was diligent about my body as I am with a car. Who's in better shape, you or the Ford Edge? I have a bad wheel, (laughs) I must say, (laughs) but I do take care of my car. Keep your car in good shape with the works. Synthetic blend oil change, tire rotation, brake inspection, battery test, multi-point inspection, and more. Just $39.95 or less. Minus a $10 mail-in rebate, that's $29.95. My dad always said if you take care of your car, your car will take care of you. You got to take care of yourself. Yes, you do. You got to take care of your baby. Oh, yeah. Up to five quarts oil, taxes, diesel, and disposal fees extra. Rebate by check. See participating Ford dealer for exclusions and rebate details through 831.13. How's my day looking? Crazy. You've got an 830 budget meeting, a 1030 conference call, oh. a 1230 to 4 with legal, then employee reviews until 6. Ooh, I am headed out for my 747 a.m. off-site productivity meeting then. Off-site productivity meeting? Where? McDonald's. A day like this needs something good to eat first. The simple joy of morning momentum. Enjoy a great breakfast with a freshly brewed premium roast coffee at McDonald's. For a limited time, get any size coffee for just $1. Prices and participation may vary a la carte only. My morning has to have rhythm. 
the needle can't skip on my music, so I make my way to McDonald's for fluffy eggs, piping hot biscuits, juicy sausage, golden hash browns, and a price that never puts a hitch in my two-step. My day begins when I wake up, but it doesn't get started until McDonald's adds a soundtrack to my morning. Bring sweet music to your morning with McDonald's Savory Sausage Biscuit with Egg. For a limited time, get two for just $3. That's a more affordable morning to love. Prices and participation may vary. See store for details. I'm Jim Cook, brewer of Samuel Adams. Why is Boston Lager loved by beer drinkers? Maybe it's the deep amber color, or the head so thick you can float a bottle cap, or maybe it's just a freaking good beer. Feeling good today. When do you crave refreshing iced tea? Twisted Tea wants to know. The next time you want that same satisfying refreshment, but with the kick, grab a Twisted Tea. The refreshing hard iced tea that tastes like real iced tea. Twisted Tea Brewing Company, Cincinnati, Ohio. Drink responsibly. Ba ba black sheep. Have you any wool? No, sir. No, sir. Some nincompoop with pantyhose pulled over his face stole all my wool sweaters and gaming system. Luckily, the Geico Insurance Agency recently helped me with renter's insurance. Everything stolen was replaced, and the little boy who lives down the lane was caught trying to sell it online. Call Geico and see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance. 24 months at 99 a month. Total cost 2376. Zero to signing. Excludes tax, tax, and 399. Security deposit waived by TFS. Number one TCUV based on 2012. Total pre-owned sales. Expires end of month. Do you have $99? Yeah. Then you have a new 2013 Camry LE. How? The place with the $99 a month Camry. Toyota Pack and Sack. Wow. Huh. Tell me about it. Only $99 a month for a new Camry. Amazing. Huh, well, what do you expect from the New York area's number one volume Toyota TCUV dealer? So, Toyota of Hackensack. Right on River Street. Visit toyotaofhackensack.com or call 800-SHOP-TOYOTA. Because you've booked with Booking.com, you, freedom lover, are on the road and carefree. You're not worried that dealership billboards spoil beautiful views or that the fresh, cool breeze gives you a mouthful of fumes. No, because you know in just a few more miles, you'll be free to rock around in the perfect booking hotel, treehouse, or rustic cottage of your dreams thanks to Planet Earth's number one accommodation site, Booking.com. Booking.yeah! This is a Toys R Us news update. Here's Shane Colton. Toys R Us and Babies R Us are cleared for another clearance blast three two one deals save up to 70 percent on thousands of items throughout the store including toys games outdoor fun baby gear and more houston we have clearance toys are us and babies are us why shop anywhere else for kids why exclusions apply quantities limited visit toys are us for details Hey, it's your boy DGNF. Make sure you guys go check out my boy Ravel at Millennium Honda in Hempstead for the best deals and the best credit approval. They have the largest inventory of Hondas in stock. Go see them today at 286 North Franklin Street in Hempstead. What up? This is Trey Songz and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, real people only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We're talking about getting a job, getting paid, stepping up your game. Are you just like getting through life or are you really living? Are you really making moves? Are you really progressing towards some goals and having that satisfaction of making more money, getting that job you always wanted, living a better life? What's the answer to that? Um, maybe some of our guests, the advice that they have can help you with that. Give us a call, 1-800-223-9797. Do you have a question about how to get a job, how to look for a job, how to zero in on what you really want to do? 
Um, give us a call right now, 1-800-223-9797. Follow me on Twitter, at Lisa Evers. Hit us up on Twitter, at street underscore soldiers. That's at street underscore soldiers. With us for this show, Roy Weissman. He's the CEO of MediaJobs.com. Latanya Staub, she's an entrepreneur, married mom in her 20s, who started her own blog and consulting business. Dante Thomas in his 20s. He's looking for work. Um, we also have Absolutely Abby. She is on a mission to employ people. She's a veteran, very experienced career counselor and recruiter. And also with us is CQ Kelman from the East River Development Alliance. She's a jobs counselor there. On the phone, Adam Singolda, the founder and CEO of Taboola, one of the fastest digital advertising content companies, fastest growing in the world. And um, also in studio, he's been here kind of in the background, but I'm going to make him come to the, ask him. I don't want to make anybody do anything, but ask Ash Cash to grab that mic there. Ash Cash, as you know, is a financial expert. His latest book is What the FICO, and he's been trying to get the hood to get right about their money for Absolutely. a long, long time. A long time, Lisa. When, when you hear Dante talking, what strikes you? I, I think, I think you know, the gentleman mentioned earlier, and even Abby mentioned it, it's about passion. You have to have passion, right? And and we can't go into job interviews blaseing and, and not knowing and not being sure about what we want to do. Because if you walk into my, you know, and, and actually I know Dante, we grew up in the same building together, actually. Um, and, and, and his personality is not what he's he's portraying right now, you know, in, in the studio, right? So if you go there... So are you worried that that... In, in what way? Like how, Absolutely, because... That he's too quiet? That he's, he's too, too quiet. He's, he's, he's unsure. He knows what he wants to do, but he's saying, I don't know, I don't know, I'll, I'll do anything. So what happens is that you walk in, you're not... He's not walking in with confidence and saying, this is what I want to do, this is how... So if, if you walk into my office, if Dante walked into my office and wanted to, to get a job, I'm not hiring Dante. You know why? Because why? I don't want an indecisive employee. I don't want somebody that I'm going to have to micromanage, somebody I'm going to have to keep telling what to do. I want Dante to walk into my office and say, this is what I do, this is what I'm passionate about, this is my skills, this is what I bring to the table, and I say, yes. You know what? When I hire Dante, he's going to be, I can leave Dante alone and I can worry about the million and a thousand things that I have to do. As an entrepreneur. Absolutely. So I think people have to stop going into interviews trying to fill out the interviewer and trying to fill out, you know, go in there, do your research, know about the company, know how you fit in with the company and go in there and say, I, I looked at your company, this is what you do, this is who I am, this is how I'm going to make your company better. This is what I can do for you. Absolutely. As opposed to start asking questions like, uh, do I get weekends off? Exactly. And, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like exactly. what kind of vacation? Know, is God it like a pay? things that people do <laughs> when they like, go on an interview. Like, what, what's the weirdest thing that's happened to you? Oh, uh, man, the weirdest thing, I, like, I'm interviewing somebody and their phone rings. It, 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 it was on silent. Their phone rings and they told me to hold on. They said, hold on for one second. <laughs> <laughs> they said, hold on for one second. Let me let me check my phone real quick. And they and they uh, they didn't, did they pick up, the, they, they, te- they text right back whatever the person said and then said, okay, I'm, re- you can't, come on. Don't do that in an interview. That once happened to me too. And it turns out that the person's father was in the hospital and that's why he picked up the phone. And all I needed him to tell me before the interview was, my father's in the hospital, the phone may ring. And then I would have been like, totally cool. It's all right. No problem. In fact, I would have been happy because then he would have told me how his father was doing. Right. And so, then you would have, you would have known and it would have shown that he was more in, in control of the situation yeah. as opposed to that. One, one thing I was going to say. Adam? Another thing that can also be, uh, I think, appreciated by an employer is that if the, um, if the person coming for an interview is also coming with a list of questions they want to know. So it's not a, again, it's, I don't think it's about people looking for a job. I think it's a, it's a dual process of people looking to hire and people looking for a job. And, and it's really important that, you know, that meeting will be beneficial for both. 
And I think employers appreciate people that, that walk in a meeting and say, you know, that's what I can do for you, and I completely agree with the approach. Be passionate, driven, you know, laser-focused on why you think that is a good match. But then also, it, it's likely that you have some questions, too. You know, what, where is this going? What do you think about the competition? Um, what's the funding look like? Um, at the end of the interview, ask the interviewer what did they think about the interview. Was it a good interview? Was it a bad interview? I think any engagement you can get, even though it's sometimes counterintuitive because it seems like if I'm asking a question, it's annoying, it's not. And you wouldn't be annoyed if one of your employees that you were hiring goes, oh, so Adam, how do you think I did? During the interview process? No, at the end of it, and just say, well, so how do you think I did? Is that kind of... My first reaction would be I would be thrown off by the question, and then I would answer it. Oh, I think you can also add on, is there anything about what I said today that you need further clarification on that can help you now? Okay, maybe the interviewer, maybe the person at the company wasn't sure. They want you to elaborate on this point. And so with that question, you now put it back in your, the ball back in your point so you can elaborate because there might have been a gap or they didn't understand or saw how your skills fit. So put it, put the ball in your court. If you can do that, that's one of the best things to do. Roy, you wanted to say something there. No, I was going to say, going back to the passion comment, I think one of the reasons I think it's great to start your job before you get your job is you're working. One of the worst things is people sit home, they're sending resumes, they have a, you you get all this no response, you're in a bad mood. But when you're actually writing something every day and you're actually responding, it's like you're doing the job and now you're learning more and every day you bring more information, you're getting excited about it. Now you're focused on your career, you're excited about what's happening, you probably get responses from some people on Twitter or something else, now you're pumped up. Now when you go to the interview, you have tons of great information to talk about because you're in there every day. You're getting Google alerts, you're 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 following other people's Twitter feeds, you like working, right? And when you're working, we're all excited. When you're not working, you're sitting home, oh, what am I going to do? Worried about your bills, worried about how you're going to pay this and how and, then, and, and then that sense of desperation comes in when you go to the actual interview, you're willing to take anything. And Adam made a great point you earlier. You got that too hungry thing. Exactly. And, you know, Adam made a great point earlier when he said, when you're on Twitter, use that correctly. You have to stand out. You have access now. Oh, and Roy now. said that, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, Roy. I'm Roy. sorry, Roy. I'm sorry. Adam's on the phone with us. I think Adam's yeah. money. Yeah, I'm, I'm exactly, just exactly. agreeing with the good So Roy, said, Roy said, <laughs> made a great point because, you know, when you have access to these people and you can make yourself stand out. So if you are, you know, an engineer and you, you know, record music or do whatever, you know, you, you you can actually use that and, you know, access people, you know, who need that type of service by, you know, using your time on social media correctly and not being one of the bunch that are just posting videos and commenting on things that are frivolous. Actually, you know, comment on things that are going to get you to that, to that place that you want to be. Yeah. Also, try to find the hiring manager on LinkedIn or on Facebook or figure out who the hiring manager is and don't just send the resume into the black hole. Figure it out and try something like sending your resume by fax. Now, I know that sounds ridiculous because it's old technology, but no one's sending resumes by fax. And here's another idea. See, see does that really... I have to I have to ask you about that because fax machines, yeah. a lot of times a paper it just it piles up and... I mean, no, but it doesn't pile up. I know, we just up. throw it away. It doesn't pile up in corporate America because we're not using the fax anymore, so it's dead. It's is sitting somebody there. actually reading it? Yeah, well, because the faxes? what happens is the beep goes and everyone thinks it's the lunch menu, so they go running over there and they're like, what is this? Oh, it's a resume. I haven't seen something like this in 100 years. Another idea is... All right, CQ's shaking her head. Okay. Yeah, but I think it's, it's something different. It, it, I would say it would get you noticed because if you're saying that mo- 90%, 98% of the resumes are going via email and yours is in fax, 
someone in the fact, someone p- walks over. Someone's going to look but at look, it. But let me ask you this. Isn't it most, a lot of times, too, the person that gets the job, it's, not a, it's about who you know. It's totally about right? who you know, but it's also about creativity. It's about finding a way to get to that person, that hiring manager. So let's say you're a creative person looking for a marketing job. Show me your creativity. Send me a shoe in the mail and say, I'm trying to get my foot in the door. That's what you got to do. Somebody Show me something that. like I, that. I don't know. That was, they, <laughs> they actually do. sent me a shoe once. Now, see, I have, a different, I, can't, I have a different perspective being in the media because then we go, this is a weirdo with a foot fetish and yeah. I'm, not, I'm just not, <laughs> All right, we're, so not, we're not, enga- we're not engaging. How about this? I'm just saying that's, yeah, you know, no. I'm in a different position. Try we're in media, sending so a pizza with a missing piece and say, <laughs> I'm the missing piece of your department. Oh, the God. idea is, you know what? I've done, I'm driving around the country. I take <laughs> polls of my audiences and 50% of the people in the audience think it's completely wacko and the other 50% think it's awesome <laughs> but you don't need 100 people to call you and hire you you need one I know so I th- and I think some about. of these and I, I think also too I mean and maybe you guys can can help me with this it seems some of these techniques work depending upon the size of the company because if you're working in a major like I work from two major media corporations Fox and Hot 97 it, food that's being delivered from nobody it's it's getting thrown it's either going to security and they're running in the name of the person that sent it or it's going to the police department or it's getting tested people our first thing is like oh there's ricin in this or there's something but that's our orient you know but i think if it's a smaller company and maybe they know the person it might be a different can i tell you, know, you can i, I tell mean, you not to one be a thing? skeptic i'm just trying to totally. be you know you don't want to be on the list of the the, the do not you know the do not in. engage with list that <laughs> security let me just gives. tell you can yeah. i just tell you one thing about moody's we sent a an egg timer like from boggle and it said, if you give me this much time, I'll prove to you that I can be the ve- best financial analyst you've ever had. And the person not only got an interview, but got the job and now is a vice president. It was so ticking? it worked at Moody's. No, it's an egg timer, oh, like okay. that hourglass sand thing. Oh, all right, all right. So basically, I I'm think... filling out applications. <laughs> you I see might what, I'm, you see what my world is all about here. <laughs> yeah, it just depends. Things that go boom. <laughs> I think that goes back to maybe the, researching the culture of the company. Because at yes, Moody's, yes. that would go well. But then at another company that may not fly so well so it goes into knowing the culture of the company and what you know what's their stance and then i think it'll help determine what your your plan will be and your, your plan it just it all helps you get out of the black hole and the problem is right now you're all sitting in the black hole in the big human resources database that i manage and i'm looking for you only by keywords and that's the only way you get out of the black hole so if you do things like this you get my attention and you get your resume to a hiring manager, and that's the way people are getting jobs these days. So if I Roy, what about that? Pizza, I get a well, job. What, what I was getting, one, one thing <laughs> I mentioned. You might. <laughs> you might. All right. I, I do. I, I have a lot of. I do a lot of work in the tech industry, and the tech industry is referrals are everything. I, I was at a major tech company recently. On the wall, there was a sign. This year, we hired thirty percent of our employees from referrals. Next year, let's make it fifty percent. So it's harder and harder to get into a company unless you know somebody. But what if you don't know somebody? How can you get to know somebody? Well, the good news is, especially in New York, there's five trillion ways to do it. There's this thing called meetups. If you haven't been to meetup.com, you should go. There's a million different meetup groups. So as an example, if you're, if you're a developer, if you know Mongo Database, which is a type of database, there's a meetup for that. If you're a developer for Amazon, for Amazon services, there's a meetup for that. There's a meetup, I'm sure, there might be one for mechanical engineering or electrical engineering. So going to meetups, you get a chance to meet people who are currently working in the field. Again, it's so for somebody, so for somebody listening right now that has absolutely no background in tech whatsoever in any of these tech fields, that might be a way for them to just kind of get 
their feet wet and see what it's all about. Absolutely. And I mentioned you mentioned no background. If somebody is is a technical person and they, they can do coding, right? Or they could learn programming. That's not my thing, but some people are great at that. There's a online there's a thing called codeacademy.com. You can take an online class. This is uh, they mentioned general assembly. General assembly.ly is the the URL, General Assembly, L-Y at the end, they have courses in how to code. So you can literally take a course. And the beautiful thing is taking a course at something like General Assembly, everybody sees you, you get to meet people, and you get into the tech community. Adam, what about that? In yeah, terms of the tech, because it seems like these tech jobs are the, are the, that's the big growth area here in New York. Yeah, and, and, and I, I, again, I completely agree. You know, there are more than a thousand startups in New York City. About half of them are venture-backed which means you know, at least millions of dollars in with additional um, funding in reserve. Um, so I think for in the tech, you know, in the tech environment, it's, it's less about, I think you know, it's less about candidates selling to their employers and you know, um, sending, like I'm not sure how, would it, how, how I would behave in terms of if someone sent me a shoe, but I think I would, I would wanna you know, I think it needs to be in a way that <clears throat> I want them to. So I need to see them in the meetups and think that's a great idea. <clears throat> I think I think as long as they can get closer to our industry, whether they write a blog about it, if they code a project and they send us an example of how the project looks like, if they meet our employees in, at events that we attend, all of those things increase engagement with the market that the candidates want to go after. So I think specifically in the tech in the tech space, the more you can get engaged and you can get involved, the more it's likely you can get one a job, and two maybe even more importantly the right job. All right, Latanya. Uh, I just think um, there's a lot of creatives in New York City. A lot of people who are trying to also not find those nine to five jobs, but also trying to make money. And I think the thing to do be in what um, Roy said before was being consistent so even if like I don't know what I'm going to do 10 years from now if I'm going to get a full-time job when my daughter's in school but right now I have this place where all of my work is where people can say what was she doing in that 10 years that she was supposedly home and so they can look back and say oh well she was taking pictures of her outfits or she'll be good for this job or she was working with this person or she was writing about her day to day there's a hard hardcore evidence of what you were doing so just don't sit home and do nothing and wait for it to come to you be creative find something that just is your thing that you can be like I love doing this like we like I don't want to sell a freelancing world and be like you know it's so so much money it's a good income but only people we depend on is ourselves you know we don't look at anybody else to to pay our rent and so we're happier in that way and I think you know just go for it and be creative and if there's something you can do that you can do on the side that is so you then go for it and do and do it like that Abby what about let's talk about the the going in going into the interview in terms of what people should wear does that depend huh. on the industry or is that do you have any like outrageous stories about that? oh well of course of course i do so there was one person who came in wearing flip-flops to an interview no and way. she looked like she was coming from the beach and she was wearing a flowery dress and this was a corporate company this was a pharmaceutical company and so you really always want to wear a suit when you're going into a corporate america type of environment and definitely no flip-flops and a lot of people that i work with they don't like open-toed shoes i personally don't care but because i know that that's the case don't wear open-toed shoes in the summer 
It's, it's like a close to what I've been. I've been listening to everything everybody's saying. This Dante and, and in my world, nobody's not sending pizzas. Nobody's not writing on Twitter. We in the streets getting a job right there now. Like the indecisive, of, like everybody was saying earlier. That's because I'm trying to get it now. That's talking careers. We talking jobs, pay now. Kids starving. All types of situations. Like. Now. I, you can I, go to meetups. You should, you should go to meetups because you can get that now. I also think what's important for folks to keep in mind is that you're your own brand. And if you look at it that way, then that can help you as well. What do you bring to the table? You know, when I hear the word or hear Dante, what do I think of? What does Dante represent? And that can help you with the interviewing, with the career planning, determining what industry, what's meant for you, whether it's freelance, whether it's a specific industry. What's your brand and who are you and why? But CQ, but what about what he's saying? He's, he's like, he just wants to get, he just needs to get some money for jobs, right now. Man. Right now, nobody's not sending I mean, pizza. does that, we not, does that Twitter, not, like, does, we trying to get something right now. Like, when I leave here, go look for another job. Like, it, it, everything else is really irrelevant, like, to it, us. Absolutely. And and I think you, you got to know how to play the game. That's all it is. I'm not, it, it, it's all, everybody who's, who's looking for a job wants a job right now, but you have to play the game because if I'm the employer, why do I care that your kid is starving? I'm not trying to be mean, but I want to make sure I'm not going to just, it, it's a business that I'm running. So I'm not going right, to do a charity. charity right. right. So, so why do I care that your kid is starving? Mm-hmm. What I want to do when you walk in there though, that same passion of needing a job now means that you have to do your due diligence and say, Hey, you know, this is, you know, I'm going to study the company. Company. I'm, I'm going to know the company. You got you to be able to play the game. You got to play that. You got to hustle in that way, the corporate and, and way. Because like, like like one of my good friends, Gene Alert, right? He has a company, a multimedia company, and he's always hiring people. And when he, he we have conversations all the time about how hung, people are just not hungry. They are expecting people yeah. to just give them stuff. You're not, no one's going like to give you anything. Like the job's going to come knocking on your door. It's not going to come knock on your door. You have to go out there and me as the employer, I need to see your hunger. I need to see why, because all, I, all, all I'm envisioning I'm not envisioning your kid. I'm not envisioning that you need a job now. I'm envisioning what are you going to do? When I hire you, you now represent my brand. So I want to see how are you going to represent my brand. What Adam was saying is how you fit in with the how they fit in with Absolutely. the culture and the company. Absolutely. So, you know, it's 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 good to have that passion and 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 want the job right now, but you have to you have to play the game. You have to go in there and say what they want you to say and you know and know you know the culture and and, and do your due diligence in order to be able to to land that job. Turn Dante, around that yeah, hunger, yeah, you know, yeah, that yeah, you have. That's the easy part. Okay, try volunteering too. Volunteer, Adam, go ahead. No, I think um, I think it's also, you know, you should also realize that it may take some time, and that's okay. So I, I don't think that you know any of this conversation, and and if it is, I think it's a mistake. It's not about some you know magic solution that may happen tomorrow morning to anybody. By the way. I don't think there's any magic solutions. It really takes time. I can tell you, I know I, <clears throat> I spent seven years in the Army. First half of the time, I made no pay. Second half of the Army, I paid very little pay. During that time, you know, I tried to, I don't think it's a waste of time to go to meet up, even though you make no money. And I don't think it's a waste of time to write a blog, even though you'll make no money. But all of that stuff, and by the way, those are just examples. You may find other examples that suit you better. But, the, the, you know, it may take some time, and which means that in the upcoming years, you may do something to get by in terms of getting a pay, um, you know, and, and, in that, and in tandem, 
at nights you'll go and you'll go to meetups and to events and you'll meet people and you'll read and you'll blog and you'll create websites and you'll study Photoshop and you'll go to General Assembly and you'll just you know grab a coffee with people and over time you'll one feel more comfortable with a certain new industry that you may want to be part of and two you'll get you'll you will get in touch with new opportunities guaranteed and but so it, no, it's so, take, but it's going to take some time. Exactly. That there's no, that, that, that there's nothing instant and nothing overnight like that. All right, at, we're just about out of time. Adam Singolda, founder and CEO of Tabula. Thank you very much for being with us. We appreciate it. Thank you. And Roy Weissman, MediaJobs.com. You set up a uh, a link here, MediaJobs.com slash Hot97. What can people find there? Uh, a lot of the stuff I talked about today, the links to meetups, links to links to websites they should be reading, links to uh, – I pulled out some names, some key names from Twitter if you're in fashion, Jason Goldberg, the head of Fab – all kinds of things, lists of different articles we wrote on our site about companies that are up-and-coming companies that you might want to talk to because they're not in the mainstream, but they're great companies. So I've tried to put a lot of resources on there, as well as, of course, we have the rest of the site. All right. i got to keep it moving because we're just about out of time. But thank you so much for being with us. MediaJobs.com slash Hot97. Latanya Stobbs, thank you so much thank for you being with us. Me. Dante, good luck with everything there. Life. Thank you. Thank you. Ash Cash, yeah. thank you so much for being with us. My we pleasure, Lisa. Anytime. Absolutely, Abby, and she's got a free tele, um, teleseminar called It's Me, Abby.com for how to get through that job interview, which obviously there's a lot of info we need on that one. Abby, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks we for we appreciate me. it. And CQ Kelman, East River De- uh, Development Alliance job counselor, thank you so much for being with us. Thank we really you. appreciate it. This episode of Street Soldiers was brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. New hot and spicy breakfast brings a perfect amount of heat to your morning. Start your day spicy. America runs on Duncan. And um, also, I want to let you know, if you are a sugar baby, you know what I'm talking about. If you're a sugar baby, if you are a young woman that likes older men to pay your bills, we'd like to hear from you. Hit me up, Lisa, at Hot97.com. Everyone's laughing. This is a sugar baby is at the center of the latest scandal with Anthony Weiner, the mayoral candidate. We're going to be talking about that next week. And also sexting. Is sexting cheating? If your girlfriend, wife, boyfriend, husband was sexting somebody and having phone sex with them, but they'd never actually met the person. Is that cheating? What do you think about that? Hit me up, Lisa, at Hot97.com. We're especially looking for women in their 20s who have no problem going with guys that are 20, 30, 40 years older as long as they're paying the bills, a.k.a. a sponsor. Remember that yeah, song? Yeah, bring me back for the sexting you know? show. And... Uh, <laughs> We're looking, we'd love to talk with you because that's what we're going to be talking about next Sunday on Hot 97 Street Soldiers. Lisa at Hot97.com. Um, check me out on the Fox 5 News at 5, 6, and 10. And I want to thank my whole crew here at Hot 97, our executive producer, the one and only Tone Capone, our uh, production supervisor, Andrew Varis, associate producer, Angelique Tyree, TJ, our board op, and uh, have a great week, everybody. Remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. I'm Lisa Evers. Push for peace. Hot 97 is hot night in Washington, baby. The entire Hot 97 family is inviting you to a private party. Funk Flex, Angie Mar, Dennis, Camillo, Enough, C, Rosenberg, Sight. Everyone's going to be there. The whole team. Yeah. Hot 97 presents Hot Night NYC. Log on to Hot97.com. It's the only way into the party, baby. Made hot by San Juan Marriott Resort, Estelaris Casino, and Blink Fitness. Ah. Western beat for you shop much more for less. Check out this week's.